Welcome to Drunk High and Sober, where we show you a wine and food combination, a strain of weed, and a mocktail throughout the week, so you can join us for a meal on Saturday. A little disclaimer, we're all of legal drinking age and smoking age, and recreational cannabis is legal in Canada, which is where we are. Uh, we do not encourage underage drinking or smoking. Please stay within the laws, rules, and regulations of your area. I also want to add a little trigger warning here. We might be talking about mental health issues, about eating disorders, abuse of relationships and substances, so if you're uncomfortable with any of these things, um, be wary of what's to come. Hey guys, this is Sabrina, and I'm the high one this week. I smoked a joint of Free by Soleil, which is actually the strain Treasure Island, which is sativa dominant. It's actually mostly CBD and not a lot of THC, um, which I don't think I've ever had anything CBD dominant before, as far as I can remember. Um, but I really enjoy the feeling that it gave me. It made me feel very calm and creative. Um, like, I felt almost inspired, but at the same time I could focus really easily onto on what I was doing. And it also gave me a little bit of a tingly feeling while I was smoking it, but that's kind of subsided now, but I still feel very just... actually very, really ready to do this podcast and to, to talk a lot as well, so apparently very social as well. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I, it's obviously it's a, it's a little bit later already tonight, but I think if you were like doing work already all day and then you kind of hit that low during the afternoon. If you smoked some Free by Soleil, that'd be the perfect pickup to get the rest of your stuff done. Um, so I really enjoyed it and I definitely want to try it again. Hey everyone, it's Miss Felicia J here and today I'm the drunk one and um, I think that's like a trend. I think that I'm the one who drinks the wine and I don't have a problem with that, I'm just, you know, saying. So today we're having a Pinot Grigio. It is a Linman's Pinot Grigio 2020. This wine is very mild in flavor. It is fruity, it is light, it is dry. It actually has a gorgeous beginning and an end. And as I'm taking a sip here, it's full bodied, it's amazing. And if you don't have the right glass for this wine, don't drink it. I definitely drink all kinds of wines and I always speak to the type of glass you need to put your wine in but this wine needs a white wine glass. When you put it into a red wine glass, it doesn't really develop the way you want it to develop. But this wine um, is absolutely amazing. I think this wine is perfect for a girl's night. Girls sitting together, having a conversation, and just enjoying themselves, which is perfect for a drunken high and sober situation because we're having a girls night here. The food that we have paired with this is perfect. We have um, food from Ali's West Indian restaurant and so we have a roti, a chicken roti. We also have chana with paratha or bus up shot and we have doubles and this is perfect. The pepper in the food we're eating is not muted but accented by this wine and if it's too hot for you the wine will cool it down it is so delicious these this is a perfect pairing um i don't really like tamarind but tamarind their tamarind is amazing it's delicious it's flavorful as is the pepper 
Um, all of it is very, very good. The curry is not too strong. It is beautiful. It is truly a West Indian concept of curry that this is. And I'm telling you, have this meal with this wine. It's delicious. That's my soapbox for today. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, Rear Toy here. So today I am the sober one. And I'm actually okay with that because I have an amazing mocktail. It is a Moscow yeah. Moscow Mule mm -hmm. uh, mocktail or SoCal Mule is what we found. And it is really good. We didn't add the um, club, soda. club soda to it, but... That was an error. Yeah, it was an error, but it tastes good without it. It's like a ginger beer um, lemonade flavor. It's really delicious. I'm really enjoying it. In it, we have ginger beer, lime, simple syrup, mint, and, well, we didn't add the club soda. Um, however, it is delicious. I'm sure the club soda would have made it more of a milder milder taste. It also would just added some effervescence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the bubbles, so, if you will. Yeah. But we didn't add it, and it tastes good without it. It's a very... It's very summery, I would say. I think that's the thing about mocktails. They're very summery, often. And how but did I, it taste with the food? Oh, with the food, it was delicious. I loved it. You know I love to eat. <laughs> Everyone knows no, that. You're saying time. it's really summery, and I'm just looking at the pictures we took just now, and we literally took the picture... Of, we took a picture of the mocktail, the summery mocktail, as you guys are describing it, in a glass that has a snowflake on it. Mm -hmm. I, just, sorry. I think it's really important <laughs> that just to mean, say. That just means that we're just wishing for a better time. Yeah. Okay. So don't worry, y'all. We're going to do it again when it's summery. Um, it's really important to say that none of us actually like ginger beer. Um, Sabrina had it for the first time today. And I don't she like ginger like beer at all. <laughs> She didn't really like it. She was kind of shocked by how it tasted compared to the <laughs> drink. I thought it was going to be sweet. No. But it's delicious. <laughs> it's good. I don't it's like definitely. ginger beer. But yeah, that delicious. drink is really good. And I don't really care for ginger beer. Although the ginger beer we got, I actually really did enjoy. Mm -hmm. So. Check out our Instagram to see yep. pictures of the ginger beer that we got. Because the ginger beer that we got is there. Um, and it's a ginger beer. Like, I don't like ginger beer. Mare doesn't like ginger beer. Sabrina doesn't, Sabrina doesn't like ginger beer. And that ginger beer is delicious. So check out our picks for which one we had. Today our topic is vices. Mm -hmm. um, I We thought that it would be fun to speak a bit about what each of us have as our vice. All right. So here we are. So a vice, um, if we want to speak to definitions, and this is something that as we were discussing doing this topic, we thought about vices in a particular way. Like we think your vice is just something you do because of whatever purpose, um, your escape, I, if you will, or yeah. the thing you do for that moment. And when I think about a vice, I think about something I use to escape, but also the thing I use, the thing I use for work and my creativity. Right? And and and, and, and that's my thing. It's something you use to progress you. But mm -hmm. when you look at the definition of vice, the definition of vice is immoral or wicked behavior. Mm -hmm. It is not what we think yeah. a vice is. Now, I don't see a, a vice as an immoral or wicked behavior, but that's what it 
it's considered. Mm -hmm. So that's what advice is in definition. And when you look at, um, at vices, the list of vices are, if you look it up, are hard. It's yeah. like anger, arrogance, doubt, envy, mm -hmm. impatience, jealousy, wickedness, wrath. Like things like that are considered a vice. For me, that's not really what a vice is. Mm -hmm. My definition of a vice is something that you use for a particular purpose, but it's not always negative. So me personally, um, I will say that wine is one of my vices. Mm -hmm. I will admit that the end of a day, if it's been a hard day, my kids are in bed, I'm relaxing, I have a glass of wine. But I have that glass of wine with some music. Maybe even a comedy show. But I wouldn't call a comedy show my vice. So music is one of my vices. Um, I would say driving is one of my vices. I would say enjoying a sunset is one of my vices. My sunset is my vice. It allows me to find that moment of zen or peace. Being by the water is my vice. And honestly, I put all of those things together. So I have wine by the water with sunset that I had to drive to to get to and I'm listening to music at the place where I'm watching the sunset with the water having wine and watching the sun go down those are my vices those are the things that make me say <sighs> and I think for me while the definition of vice is immoral or wicked behavior, I don't agree. Mm -hmm. Vice for me is the place that I can go to take that deep breath because the moment before that deep breath might have been a little bit difficult. And so this is how I find my Zen moment, where I find my think. Mm -hmm. So that's a vice for me. I think I agree with that. I think a vice, like the, the whole list of like jealousy, injustice, envy, I feel like those are those aren't necessarily vices. Those are more like genuinely bad traits that yeah. someone has or, or, or part of a Agreed. Is yeah. it fair to call a vice though? Like I don't know. I feel like I I agree I with the really interesting because that's something I said too that it has a negative connotation and Yeah, yeah she did is yeah. that fair though? Like I don't think of a vice as well, we we had thing. this conversation earlier, like when we when we first came up with you know the podcast and and we thought about the um the little description and and Mayor came up with uh, three women, two vices, one conversation. What will happen, right? Mm -hmm. I knew what you meant when yeah. you said vices. Like I know what the word means, but and this is maybe a little bit I unique think what to it my means situation. To us is important. Was well, yeah. the thing, but it's it's also me. I I don't. The way I learned English, I wouldn't have found vices in a dictionary and learned, oh, this is the German word for it, right? Yeah. I, I learned the meaning of words by seeing them used in context. But is there a German word for vices? I can look that up. I honestly don't know. No, um, I, I, as, we, as, we, as we peruse yeah. this conversation, is there a German word for vices? And what would be the German word for vices? Because and does it I mean don't like think the it's, same thing? Because I don't think it's fair. Mm -hmm. Vices being an immoral or wicked behavior? I don't see a vice as see, that. See, but this is the German word, Lasta. I would, that, that has a negative connotation, definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. So do we all, in, what, what is, I mean, so... Lasta. Vice. Lasta. Lasta. Yes. Means vice. Yes. vice. So <laughs> as they're, I'm trying. Lasta. 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 So vice, something that we're all discussing right now, but vice for us is not negative. Mm-hmm. But clearly, yeah. vice is a negative and word. And I didn't know that, actually. I thought I didn't everyone either. had the same See, idea but when, of vices. When you came up with, with that t- little tagline, I thought about it the way you just described it. It's a thing that just brings you, like, that makes you go, like you said, there's that, that sigh of relief. Yeah. It's not, sure, like, if if you say weed is your vice and yeah. you're smoking it, that's obviously not the healthiest thing, thing to do. So that can definitely have that's why that that might be where that negative connotation is coming from yeah but it, clearly it's but not. advice itself i don't think has to be negative maybe the side effects of the vice that you're using mm-hmm. but it's it's almost like a coping mechanism like a, uh, but i think that's where it comes from when it comes from the concept of vice and, and this is what i'm you know developing my mind as we're speaking maybe vice is is negative because of what you just said. It is what you use to cope with something. And usually vices are something immoral, evil, yeah. or frowned upon. it on. But maybe that's the point. You're not heading it on. I mean, here, when we look at the definition... The but last... do we use our vices to escape from our moments? Or, or do or, our vices to handle our moments? Or maybe even both. enjoy them more. Yeah, that's true. Like, maybe like, it's the fact that you're having a hard day, and if, you know, obviously doing it responsibly, not, you know, driving or, or using heavy machinery, or when there's kids around, obviously you have to do it responsibly, but weed is one of those things mm-hmm. that would probably be considered a vice that yeah. you can use to be more in the moment. That's true. Rather than escape, or get out, or, or you know get relief from the hard times it's it's rather it it brings you puts you in it and makes it easier to handle yeah yes i agree with that yeah miss lady <laughs> oh yeah um i'm supposed to be talking about my vices and when when we did the research for this i wasn't sure what my vices would be mira told me it's organization because i have a very a desire, that's a good word. A desire to just organize. Like, I, I love lists. I write everything down. Um, probably n- not in a very organized fashion because I'll write it down and I won't find it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I do like organizations. I got into bullet journaling when I was still in high school, like almost seven years ago now. And I've done it on and off, not consecutively. Mary and I got um, happy planners last year. Oh, Which obviously, amazing. because of COVID, there wasn't a lot of planning going on. Yeah, there was but... no happy planning. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, in my happy planner, I always used to write as my to-do happy plan. Yeah. I loved it. It's cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so organization, I think I agree. It's definitely something that, even if I just like brain dump it all into a note or, or I write it down by hand, it's definitely like we were talking about, gives that sigh of relief. It's just, okay, it's out of my head now. I can take a minute and it's okay. And then the other thing um, we were already kind of t- starting to talk about is weed. I definitely think weed is one of my vices. One of the more recent ones compared to the bullet journaling. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's the, that, that brings us back to that question. Like I don't think I use weed to escape my life. Of course, if you're like, if you have a lot of anxiety or just nervous... 
and you're having a hard time sleeping, I suppose you you know taking an edible or, or smoking a joint is definitely you know taking you out of the life, putting you to sleep. But then there's also moments where, like with the the strain that I smoked today, the um, Treasure Island or Free by Soleil, it definitely rather than taking me out made me more focused and gave me the ability to to pay more attention to be more in the moment rather than take me out or escape from it. Yeah. Mira, what, what advices do you have? I think for me, um, my advice is, is definitely weed as well, but like one of my advices is um, I love watching cartoons. It just takes me in a... I think that is one of the what ones What cartoons that, do you like? What cartoons do I like? <laughs> okay, well, I Pandora's like, box. Okay. <laughs> it's a, I'll give you a mix of, like, I like anime. Um, Psychopaths is one of my favorites. Um, that is definitely a good one, too. Um, and here I was thinking, oh, what cartoons do you like? The Smurfs. <laughs> no, oh, I'm getting there. <laughs> Just give me a minute. Um... <laughs> Psychopaths is a really good one. Even the I think you would love Miss mm-hmm. Felicia J. I watched it was it and amazing. I'm um, I can go on and on about it. Uh, I haven't it, been able to watch called? the movie. It's called Psychopaths. Oh, I thought you said that. I thought you were gonna give me another name. So psychopaths. Pass. Because pass. Pat like a pass like, like pass passport. Psycho so psychopaths. Yeah, yes. you're gonna love that. Because the first episode is completely terrifying. I swear to God, uh, we're gonna have a whole but, podcast on this one, guys. Yeah, I'm gonna watch episode one and see if she's right. It's really good, and just like watching the whole thing is like, whoa, it's amazing. And so it goes from there to Steven Universe, where I love Steven Universe. It's so cute. Uh, Star versus the forces of evil or universe. I don't remember, but I love that. Um, so I, I watch a lot of cartoons. <laughs> um, Food Wars is a good one too. It's inappropriate, but it's yeah, good. <laughs> I know, I know that one. I tried to watch it. I did not. Food Wars? Yeah, it was just too much work. You I know, the worst it. thing it is, good. the worst thing is, Mary likes If you to keep watch... watching it, you'll no, enjoy it. No, it was too much work. I didn't like it. Nope. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Mary likes to watch cartoons at night to fall asleep to, right? And she does fall asleep to it. And I'm usually still Damn awake guy. doing something. Yeah. And so I'll hear it. Like, I might not be watching it, but I'll hear it. And then she might wake up, and she'll rewind it. Not once, usually. Multiple times. Yeah, we all do that. (laughs) No, because when I watch something to go to sleep, it's something that I don't have to go back to. Oh, I love exactly that reason. That's just you. Because <laughs> I do that you too. You have proper sleep hygiene. That's your problem. I just, I just start right because um, your sleep hygiene is problematic, Sabrina. Yes. And yes, her definitely. sleep hygiene is okay. No, she has what proper sleep hygiene. Oh, proper. Oh, I thought you said a problem. Sorry, right. you no, I have problems. I just watched Turn Up Charlie, and I'm so disappointed that it's over. And um, you know, big up Idris Alba. <laughs> and um oh turn up charlie i watched that i love yeah, that it's great it's really good and i watched it and i was just and it's not now even it's just over, cartoons i just like watching really um good shows shows that are just but i fell asleep watching it and i take them seriously i love them i fell asleep watching it and had to like rewind it yeah um i guess like but, i said um another i like to adapt habits I do that a lot, so I just started crocheting, and right now that is a really good advice for me. I love it, okay. um, but honestly, there's like a few things that like I never know what will last. Um, Wait, did I say writing was one of my vices? Oh, writing is one of my vices yeah. as well. Writing is one of my vices. I'm gonna miss that. Sorry, I absolutely love writing. One. 
it keeps me in my head and out of my head. One of the ones that I think um, Sabrina spoke to it, I think weed really helps me stay in my head more than I usually am. Uh, I spent a lot of time outside of my head and I spent... Really? It does? It keeps you in your head? Yeah, it does. That's the thing. Interestingly enough, I, I when I first smoked weed, it kept me in an anxiety-ridden space. Um, I started a medication... And I blame the medication because not anything, nothing has changed other than that. Well, also the setting, right? Cause and the setting the, that, the, like, the a healthier... The time that you're speaking about was you didn't know what you were smoking. You were with a bunch yeah. of people, maybe in a situation that you generally didn't feel 100% comfortable in. And it's so interesting because I didn't tell anyone that. Everyone was like, yeah, she smokes weed. And I was like, yeah. I wanted to be cool, but it gave me extreme anxiety. And it wasn't just for the first day. For the days to follow, I had extreme anxiety or extreme mood swings, and now I know why. We can talk a bit about mental health and um, just, like I said, I, I have medication, and I think um, just being in a better mental state has helped me be able to smoke weed and actually has helped my mental state, mm -hmm. which is so interesting because I find, I just, I, everyone I know has always smoked weed, and I always thought I wouldn't smoke weed, Mm -hmm. And I now, I never enjoying weed, I have to ask, like, why don't you smoke weed? Because it has helped me a lot in my mental state. You as in me. You and as in <laughs> Felicia J. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, as you speak about your experiences with weed, I think about my first experience with weed. And um, my first experience with weed was with, at that time, my boyfriend, eons ago. I think it was like 15 or 16, something like that. And I thought he you was, said 15, and I was like, uh, uh, I think no, you're counting I am definitely not 15. Are you 50. doing that math right? No, I'm definitely not 15. <laughs> not even close. Um, he was uh, about 15, 16. He was my boyfriend, and he was an avid weed smoker. It's so funny because except when I think about the people I've dated, um, I've only had a few that weren't avid weed smokers. Mm -hmm. um, but he was an avid weed smoker, and so he wanted me, of course, to indulge as he did. And I remember my first joint, if you will, and it's so weird words. I think those words are so so discombobulated for me, like yeah. joint and bong. doobie and doobie. bong <laughs> and toke. Toke. You know, all these words are so crazy to me. But I had my first joint. He had a spliff and he rolled it up and he gave it to me. And I remember sitting on the floor of his bedroom because that's where I smoked. We are in his room, and I could have been on the bed, but I don't know why I wasn't in this mm -hmm. moment. I can't recall. But I was on the floor, and my legs were crossed, crossed at the ankles. And I remember sitting there thinking, how do I uncross my legs? Why can't <laughs> I, can actually I think you smoke too much. Cross <laughs> yeah. my legs. My legs are permanently going to be crossed because I can't. Uncross my legs. Sorry, Honestly, this reminds me of when I had my first edible. Like I made an edible. <laughs> it wasn't edible. I was laying on the bed <laughs> and I was holding myself. And you, um, Sabrina, were like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "I can't move." <laughs> I was like terrified. I remember that. I also yeah. had what my first. Like I made that edible. Yeah. My first real edible was with my friend, and I also had a. It's so funny. The first edible I made. I didn't eat it. Smoke, uh, yeah. so I didn't smoke. Weed, I think so I edibles are a whole other world. No, too. I didn't even eat it. I wow. didn't eat it because I don't smoke weed at that time. 
That's mm-hmm. so funny. And Sabrina, she wanted to say something yeah, about her no, first I moment. Just, no, not even the first time, but I remember Indigo Days. Yeah. That made me feel very similar to that, the very first time we smoked that. But also, usually when we smoke an Indica, and here in this house, there's stairs. And we might order food, or you know, I have to go fill up the water bottles, or get something from so the fridge. you got to move. But it's not even the moving, it's the stairs. Every and it's the step concept I of take, can I do that? No, but every single step I take down the stairs, I'm like, I'm going to fall, I'm going to fall, I'm going to fall. Every single, like, take another step, I'm falling. Take another step, I'm falling. <laughs> Literally. Every time. I have to think so hard <laughs> to even go to the bathroom. I'm like, whoa, that, I and, and No, but that's how I felt the first time. The first time I smoked weed, you just said, you have to think so hard. That's what it was. So that was my first experience. Mm-hmm. After that first experience, I didn't smoke for eons, for while, yeah. until I met Mayor's father, who is an avid weed smoker, and so being the weed man's, you know, girlfriend, child's mother, and then wife, um, you don't smoke weed? That's crazy. And so it, I, it's not that I felt the obligation to do, Mm-hmm. Because I didn't feel pressure. He never pressured me. Um, to this day, I can't roll. Mm-hmm. When I decided I was smoking weed, he used to leave me spliffs. Or he would. I, I got a pipe because mm-hmm. I couldn't mm-hmm. do it on my own, so I'd give a pipe. But I never learned to enjoy that pipe or even the spliffs. He would come back and the spliffs would be there. Because at the end of the day, regardless of what I'm about to say, weed was never for me. Yeah. Um, but... He used to do that, but my biggest thing about weed is the inconsistency. And I know now, and this is something you've got to understand, right? Because I'm older, right? And so weed, when I was younger, or even your age, Mayor, and your age, Sabrina, mm-hmm. weed was different. Yeah. You would go to someone, you would buy their weed, and you would take it home. Yeah. Maybe you had a few people, because sometimes people would have a better price, sometimes people would have a better weed. And he would go to different people. But every one of those people were different. So for me, weed was like going to the liquor store, and just to be for understanding, or no, let's make it simpler, food. Mm-hmm. Going to a food store and wanting to have a hamburger. So you go to McDonald's, you go to Harvey's, you go to Wendy's, you go to Burger Priest, mm-hmm. you go to A&W. All of their burgers are different. Mm -hmm. And every single one of those burgers affects you differently because they're different burgers. Yeah. That was weed to me. It's so interesting because that was weed to me too. And now being able to choose the strain that I'd like and have choose the feeling that I'd like is so different now because I don't have to get anxiety ridden because I've learned that some strains will do that. I had a strain recently that caused me anxiety and I was like I don't like that one and we're never gonna smoke it again and we can decide to never smoke it again whereas back then it'd be like I don't know what they're gonna give me yeah and every single weed that you got from the weed man you when I was younger you had to like to smoke weed and whatever it did to you well that's what it did yeah right whereas now you can choose what the weed does to you 
And there's also just more information about it. Like, yes. there's Leafly, WikiLeave, there's so many websites, you just type in the name and it's like five paragraphs of where it came from, the process, and just so much information. Yes, and I never had that. So for me, weed was the inability to make an informed choice. And I could not make an informed choice all the time. I remember one time, Mayor's father and I, um, it was during Caravana. And for this Caravana, because Mayor used to, um, we had family members used to take Mayor for the weekend. It was hard for me. Anyway, we'll talk about that another time. It was hard for me, but yes. This was Caravana weekend. And so Mayor's father and I rented a hotel room, which makes no sense because we paid rent for the house we were in and it was empty as we went to hotel room. But again, Another stupid conversation. And so we went to this hotel room and Mayor's father and I were in this hotel room and his friends came over. And it was six of them. And every single one of these people had their own blunt and Mayor's father had a blunt. Clearly I didn't, mm -hmm. right? And so it was seven blunts in this room rotating. And I was thinking, this is awful. I can't handle this and I can't say it because what would they think? And I had a hangnail and I was playing with the hangnail and the pain was keeping my mind focused so I could get through this insane rotation of seven blunts. And so for me, that's what weed is. The inability to know what's happening next. Yeah. I don't know what that weed is. I don't know what that weed does. I don't know what's going to happen next. So I'm just going to cut that out. Mm -hmm. That's always been weed for me. And weed spends other things afterwards, but why I don't smoke, that's why. Yeah. Weed is not predictable. Yeah. And I can't smoke, I have asthma. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right? Having asthma is something <laughs> I learned. <laughs> can I ask a question then? Because the... the What's the word you used? Not reliability. Consistency. Consistency, yes. I was say she so try better. now that the experience can be a little bit more consistent, if you, you know, do the research and you look into the strains you're getting or you talk to your local butt tender, whichever one it is, would you try it again? I don't think so because I think that at this particular point in my life, I have an aversion. Mm -hmm. The smell of you weed. might actually get. It's really hard. Any drug that you do, if you have a negative experience, experience beforehand, yeah, sure. it can I want to take away drug from that and call it substance. But go on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Any substance, because even alcohol can do this to you. Yeah. Yes. If you're are automatically negative thinking, if you're feeling negative, yes. it's going to make it a negative experience. And, and I think for me, that's what it is. Like I, first of all, weed for me, even the odor, mm -hmm. has an aversion. And that aversion is a trigger for me because of my, of Mare's father. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I have that trigger that's not positive for me. But even if I moved it forward, people tell me I have problems sleeping. You could have this weed, it would help you. And yeah. I actually have no friends, I think except for two, mm -hmm. who, no, three, who don't smoke weed. Everybody I know smokes weed. Yeah. So it's not that my world doesn't do it, but I, I have an aversion to weed 
for the reasons I expressed, but also some issues, some trigger warnings when it comes to Mare's dad. And so I, I don't think I ever would. And I'm not sure what, like, as you say, would you give it a try? So as we're talking, because we're talking about vices, do I need that vice? Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't need that vice. What would weed serve? Help me to sleep? Right now I have an infant, so I can't sleep without understanding. That is true. Mm-hmm. Right? So until he's big enough to allow me to have a full night's sleep, I don't need to worry about that. Um, do I need an escape with weed? No. I don't. That's the funny thing. I don't find escape with weed, actually. I I find escape I with miss... a lot of the other things. But Wait, I don't, I don't mean it. to cut you, Mare, but I have to say this. And you're saying this, too. You know what I miss about weed? The ability... The broadening of the mind. Yeah. Weed broadened my mind in a way that I broaden my mind all the time, but I do remember the broadening of the mind when it comes to weed. I agree and with that, that I miss. I think something I enjoy being creative, like in, with bullet journaling, yeah. if you've ever done that, you basically make your own planner like you draw all the squares yeah. for your calendar page and all those fun. things but you can also do it a little bit more scrapbooky which is also what we did with the happy planners with stickers and washi tape and I enjoy being creative but something that I think has actually kept me from say starting a YouTube channel or starting a podcast it's always been something that I'm interested in or even you know doing a, a consistent Instagram that I purposefully take pictures for because my personal Instagram is just random pictures that I took that I like and I post them right but like purposefully be creative and create something I don't want to say art but something artful I suppose artistic artistic there you go um and weed like specifically for making these graphics for the podcast Mm -hmm. um there's uh Pineapple Express, I have a little vape cartridge of Pineapple Express, and, like, just, I don't know, like, three, four puffs, I don't mm-hmm. know, and it just, it just makes it flow, like, I can, I, I have ideas, things pop into my mind, I'm like, this and that, and this and that, and honestly, also, a lot of the ideas that, that we, we speak about that we could add to the podcast, that we can do it on the podcast, come from just that creativity yeah and I really really appreciate that because I really enjoy being creative but a lot of the time the the fear of putting it out there or the fear of how people are going to perceive it doesn't just keep me from uploading it but just keeps me from getting ideas like blocks you like paralyzes you almost a little bit that fear to the point to the point where you can't even come up with ideas anymore wait I'm sorry to cut you but I'm gonna ask a question Mm -hmm. just to want to be you know, we're going to have a real moment right now. <laughs> okay. When we decided to do this podcast, we were all sitting around and we were um, trying to prepare stuff for the Instagram that I was creating. Mm-hmm. And Sabrina said, you know, this is a suggestion that I had. Mayor, tell your mom this suggestion. And then we had a conversation. So in that moment, in that creative moment, mm-hmm. and thinking about this scenario, mm-hmm. was this a weed moment? Mm-hmm. It definitely was. Interesting. Yeah. I do, th- and and I so was the 
the enthusiasm that actually brought us here today. The yeah. What What do you mean? We're not doing anything. Let's record the first episode. And right that's now. exactly what Sabrina said. By the way, for everyone. Yeah, we were like, Wait, she what? was no. <laughs> me and Mare were like, no, we can't do that today. And Sabrina was like, why not? Yeah. Uh, because we're sitting. Right. So get up. So, let's so sit you're over sitting here with a microphone. Let's get up and do it. And let's get it done. <laughs> and that and we were like, no, 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 we can't because we're taking a picture. Yeah. And you're taking a picture. And when you're done, we can just do this. Mm-hmm. And we said no. So listen, <laughs> I am not. And I want this to be clear because I'm definitely not going to be ever the high one mm-hmm. and watch in like two years. And be like, oh, my God, Swisha <laughs> J is the high one. Um, but never say never. No, never, never. Just never say never because never doesn't exist. Um, we never know what we're doing tomorrow. But as I'm saying never in Mm -hmm. the moment, weed is not for me. And I would never smoke weed because I have bad lungs. But I actually have people who smoked weed and said to me, vape it. Mm -hmm. Um, what's the other thing? It's not a vape. Is it a vape? No, it's not a bong. It's not a vape. It's, it's like an air thing. Vape. Yeah, it's it's like an air vape. thing. It's still a vape? It's still a vape, right? Yeah. yeah. And one of my friends, he smokes weed, and he was thinking about my thing, and he was t- saying to me, like, do this instead. Come to my house and give it a try. Yeah, but I've never flower given vape. Weed. But I've never given vape. weed a try, and I don't want yeah. to give weed a try because... That's fair. I am all we're, about we're not control. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm just speaking to the fact that I'm all about control, mm-hmm. and I feel that weed has no control. It's so interesting because I talked about drinking. I lose control, and whereas weed, I'm like. That's a control. choice, and it's a learning experience. But I can smoke as much weed as I want and fall asleep. No, no, no my no, darling. No, honestly, sorry to cut you, Sabrina, okay. but I want to say this. I don't smoke weed because I feel it has no control. Because you don't know what strain you're getting. But when you drink alcohol, for me, mm-hmm. I know that if I have two glasses of wine, I know what that does. I My other drink besides wine is Johnny Walker. See, but that's the thing. I know if, that's the thing. I, know if I have two glasses of wine, I, I don't know what to expect for me. But I if I have... That. Two gummies, I know what to but expect. But no, that's the thing, But right? that's the thing, learn, it's go. Exactly, it's a learning experience. So you have drank wine and you've been aware enough to be like, okay, two glasses of wine is enough for me to be a little bit tipsy or whatever it is or, or you know, or just okay. to figure that out. And the same thing happens, of course, with... Actually, no, that's not even true. I was going to say with weed, there's obviously more variety in how you can feel, but that's not true. I know red wine makes me so sad. So sad. I remember, and you guys, you all looked at me and were like, are you okay? Because I was just sitting there, like, frowning in the living room downstairs on the floor. No, I'm okay with it. I just had a lot of red wine because we were trying a bunch of them. So I had, like, three, four glasses. Even if they were half full, it was a lot of red wine. It's not half full. A full glass of wine is a relative term. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, (laughs) But, yeah. But so even that, like, red wine affects me differently from white wine or rosé mm-hmm. and maybe it was even just one particular red wine red wine we tried that day yeah. that just made me feel that way so i don't i don't know if i agree with that i think it's definitely a matter of learning yeah. and it, with wine and with weed especially i don't know about the wine but definitely with weed um it's an a learning experience for each individual strain so in conclusion i think you can kind of say that 
you just have to try each individual wine, each individual strain, and experience what it does to you, learn from what it does to you, be and careful. be careful. And in truth, no judgment. Because I have to admit that I have judgment. I have judgment about weed yeah. and trying something else. So in truth, no judgment. I think that's an important thing. Mm -hmm. And I just want to add something, not to cut you, Sabrina, but this Lindemann Pinot Grigio is very delicious. Mm -hmm. But I think that everyone should be aware that it's also, I mean, Lindemann, I would really appreciate it if you could reach out to us. Because we'll try everything that you have. I mean, you know what you're doing. You've been around since 1843. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's crisp. Definitely. But it is... Um, Intoxicating. I was going to call it a happy juice. Okay. It is a happy <laughs> juice. But Sabrina said that it was intoxicating. But I'm going to say it is definitely a happy juice. Yeah, mm -hmm. I find that too. This is definitely something you would have with a girl's night, sitting with your glasses of wine, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all talking while you're sitting on the couch, eating doubles, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. roti, chana, pasta, chicken. Yeah, anything. Anything um, except anything. for steak, Bridget. <laughs> that would not be for this. But definitely... You know, as we're all sitting around, that would be perfect. This is a perfect girls' night wine. And I think that we're going to have to repeat Lindemann's on different flavors because mm -hmm. this is For good. Sure. But yeah. it's delicious. It is. All right. Well, if you want to so. see more about the wine and also see some pictures, some mouth-watering pictures of the food we just enjoyed, check out the Drunk Kind Sober Instagram. Um, where you'll also find stuff about the mocktail and the weed if you're more interested in just the wine and the food pairing and how that went with each other, how that went together. Um, check out the Your Wine or Mine Instagram. And for more weed-related things, um, Mare's YouTube and WeTube and my Instagram will also be linked down below. Well, thank you for sharing a meal, lighting up and clinking your glass with us, whether it's a glass of wine or a mocktail. If you try any of the things we tried this week, tag us on Instagram. We'd love to see how you're enjoying your Pinot Grigio, your Doubles, Curry or Chana from Ali's or anywhere else, as well as the Free by Soleil, aka Treasure Island strain, or the SoCal Mule, which I, I think, if anything, try the yeah. SoCal Mule. That was great. Um, so yeah, tag us on Instagram if you try any of that. Join the conversation by leaving a comment below. Thank you for listening to... Drunk High and Sober, we'll see you guys next week.